This week's episode is brought to you by ThatKevinSmithClub.com. That's right, man. If you can't get enough of the sound of my voice, then you could surf on over to ThatKevinSmithClub.com, join up, watch Wake and Bake five days a week, listen to Plus One, so much more. ThatKevinSmithClub.com. What are you waiting for? Join the club. All right, here we go in five, four, three. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to mute my... Wait a second. Why do I even count you down on this? You 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 hear the audio cue. I'm such an yeah. idiot. How many shows hey, is this? It leads me in. What's well, the 344th? Well, no, no, you can't say that yet. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Okay, Sorry. Hold, okay so in five, four, again. No, I'm we count- no, we don't. Yeah. I don't need we to don't count need you to. down. No. I just uh, need I'll to. I'll say it. Okay. All right. Yeah. So from now on, I'll just say, okay, hey, Trent, here we go. And then when okay. you hear the sound... You do the then thing. Yeah. So, okay. so I'll, instead of counting down, it'll be like five. Uh, no, no, no. It's not. I'm not going to count you down. I'm going to say, okay, we're no. ready to go. And then hit me. Episode three. No, no, no. no that's me. a practice. No, I was just saying what we're going to do. That wasn't it. Okay. Okay. All okay. right. Here we go. Hit me. Episode three, 44. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek you guys rock and now here's will and trent no one listens to the radio i wasn't even listening i was listening to podcasts podcasts are great radio board god damn right it is hello everyone welcome to a snowed-in Saturday night, not for me, possibly for Trent, I have no idea, uh, here on NetHeads. Welcome, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Will. And uh, I am Trent. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, there are one of many ways. Uh, and just to make sure Trent has a reason to talk, let's go to the default. But yeah. honestly speaking, people can chat from anywhere. So... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're if you are listening to this or watching this live, uh, then you've got a platform more or less to message uh, to and, and and I'll see all of them. Yeah, yeah, and and or just keep it old school with uh, if you're listening on the on the repeat, even with uh, the hashtag netheads. And that Twitter. is the, that is the best and easiest one. Speaking of which, Trent, I was thinking that while we're doing this, if I really wanted to screw us over completely. Uh, one of the way that we go to multiple platforms, there are a few different companies that do this. So if you're like, yes. I really want to start streaming, but you know, I, I don't want to just limit myself to Twitch. Although I think as a Twitch partner, you're supposed to maybe just do your yeah, content there. So. Yeah. Um, but it's other, th- other, but you know, unless you're a, a person of note, then it seems to be like they don't care. But, um, oh shoot. <laughs> Speaking of which uh yeah. anyway uh if you uh if you were sitting there because we use restream there's like Streamyard is one and it's got yep. a lot of cool integrated tools then there's restream is the one we use uh yep. and technically you could load the chat client on your computer so that way while we're doing the show you could see everyone's messages as well like i do because it's because oh, i don't know if you i don't know if yeah. you caught it in the beginning my friend apparently yeah. we're a tech podcast well, it, but that makes sense though, because and and that's the difference than than just if you were to 
because you could still do it regardless of um, any stream that you want, go into all different platforms by plugging in your um, the, the, the streaming address. However, uh, you wouldn't have the app integration like Restream gives you, which is actually like if you're if if that's if your goal is interaction, yeah, then that's that's a no brainer. Like, um, yeah. Well, speaking of which, uh, Andy testing. Hello, we see you, Michelle Cuzo. Hello, she's pointing out I'm definitely snowed in. The blizzard in New York today was crazy. Uh, Chuck, Wait. Chuck. Now, how would you pronounce Z A P I E C? I've wondered this one for a long time. Zapiak. Zapiak. Is that what you would go yeah. with? That's how I yeah. read it. Uh, but anyway, he says, greetings, programs. Hello, program. Uh, where is the user? Uh, and Glenn uh, also saying, go one one or go after one uh, to our little bit. And uh, Zach in the back also as well. So it's a tis fun times. Welcome, guys. Uh, yeah, th there was adverse weather. And, you know, I realized it had been almost uh, no, it had been more than a month. So it was it was about time that we uh, we sat oh, down yeah, and talked, yeah. right? Because you know a, I haven't a seen month, you a month, a few days. Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. But well, uh, it is no, it is not snowed here. In fact, at ten o'clock a.m. here in uh, the uh, Valley of Cash, it was minus four degrees Fahrenheit. Dang, man! Yeah, what is that? Yeah, we is that a real temperature? That that sounds made up. So, so and here's what's so but, interesting, But isn't that dude, the like, reason why, you know, if we were using, like, like the, instead of being Fahrenheit, if we were Celsius, it would make more sense, right? I, I, is, so, is, is, zero is, 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 like, freezing, right, in Celsius? Right. Yeah, so it would be, like, negative a lot more than four. Yeah, you're right. None of it still makes sense. I'm so confused. Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't understand how well, it could be negative temperature because that's still a temperature. Is, the thing is, though, like it's like I'm I'm wholly convinced that temperature, or at least the way we react to it, is so psychosomatic because uh, what we we have a a heat inversion where um, the ground gets colder than the uh, gets so much colder than the air that the air gets trapped, mm. and so you'll have like it, it can't rise anymore so we have this like uh this heat inversion um and because of it it'll be like negative four but the sun is still shining and at night if it's negative four god i can't get in the house fast enough but when the sun's out i'm going for a walk the dog and i are playing outside it doesn't affect us at all but it's the same temperature that that again weather's crazy it's uh, nuts, dude. That is uh, speaking of which, by the way, it's it's sunny and warm for Aaron Morris Miller in Tamworth, Australia, and uh, as well as uh, Andy saying doesn't snow any here in Sydney either. So we are fucking dude. We did it. We're finally truly live and international. Uh, you know, is we've actually we've probably done it a few times. But what, what, what part of Australia is she in? Uh, there's a Tan Tamworth, Australia, and a Sydney. Tamworth. Tamworth. Okay. Like, like how much is that? How much? This is a Tam. Yeah. T-A-M. Yeah. How much is it worth? Not a Tim Tam, though. Don't get confused. No. no. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah. Weather's crazy. Of course, here it was just sunny, California. So uh, you know, as a matter <laughs> of fact, I'm, I'm now at that point. Oh, the recurring themes, folks. By the way, I always joke about how, you know, we're incredibly inconsistent. But like literally, I think now we are like a once a month podcast at the end of the month. That's where we we slide right in when you're yeah, least we, expecting we're, we're, it, but most wanting it. We are we are not unlike the quota of a traffic cop. 
Yes, there you go. Oh, shoot. We, 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 we got to get our numbers up. It's time yeah, to go. We, oh, gosh. I got a performance appraisal coming up. I need to give some tickets. There you go. Dang howdy, my friend. Uh, very, very true. So yeah, it's it's uh it, the weather has been nice here. I'm in I am now in that annual game I'm I've played of have I gone too long before uh pruning the peach tree and once again wondering isn't there some orchard or somebody around here that also grows peaches where I might just be able to get their advice one year just to like this is the way my tree is what are the things yeah. I this is its approximate age and what are the things I should do you know wh- how should I prune it now and in the future to get the best shape uh but again i'm just gonna go at it with a hack or a chainsaw and, and go crazy if that's okay so so it so it it grows like a whole bunch during the during the summer yes yes and- it, what happens is it it goes dormant when winter hits so basically around the 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 first freeze uh or the first time we get into the 30s it will it goes dormant and that's the time where you want to trim it uh but of course when it's rainy and crappy, you're not going to be want to out there crazy with a, a chainsaw. So then, right, yeah. So then you do the original pruning, and I I already know the theory. It's that you're supposed to grow it. We're a tech podcast, folks. You're supposed to grow your peach tree like a bowl, so the branches come yeah. out and they are low, so you can easily pick and maintain. Yeah. A very simple concept, and you want all your growth on the outside because that is where the sun is. Um, yeah. I and, I, I, and you. And you want to be able to have uh, light getting through the top. Yes. Right. So, yeah, exactly. Because uh, with with apple trees, I know um, it's the same thing. Like, like, you, and the bowl is the perfect description there. Uh, so that, that you have light hitting all the because otherwise a, can, a canopy develops, and then those those larger, um, stronger fruit bearing limbs near the trunk aren't going to get the 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 light to uh to grow as much exactly and it only grows on last year's growth so you can really control your like there was one year i i left it to a twig one branch one damn branch it was a beautiful year no fruit now out of control again uh because there's first that initial growth that happens uh the budding and and new growth uh when the spring hits uh but those buds are going to start to show up any minute now uh, and then, thankfully, we've it's, we've still dipping into even, the low thirties. It's not even February. It's gonna like really. That's that's when the growing season starts. Mm, well, I mean, that's that's when I can I start to you. see. That's when I can start to see the little buds pop. That doesn't mean I hate you so much. Okay, sorry, man. Hey, one glove. Anyway, that's the time that I want it to be pruned. But the, it still also continuously grows through the year. There's summer growth too that I never thatch out by the way, thatch real word. So I never, I never clear that stuff out. So that's how I quickly get a tree. That's always out of control. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to throw out some names and you tell me if any of them sound familiar to you will. Okay. Mm -hmm. Rancho Zaragoza. I'm sorry. What? Rancho Zaragoza. Um, that is the place Mm -hmm. where Gozer the Gozerian came from. None better farms. Oh yes, yes, I know them. Are you just looking it's, up ones in my area? Uh, please don't. So I, please don't so tell just, me how easy it is. I don't need no, that. No, I, 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 because I know you. You're in a, a, a very for for the Bay Area for for an an urban uh, suburban area uh, near the Bay Area. You, I was actually surprised at how many uh like um, what's what's the term um, uh, how much agriculture is around me. 
Well, it, not not even just the agriculture, but how much Orchards? of it is is it? Yeah, it will. It is a front facing business, right? Because mm -hmm. like uh, at least what I'm familiar with, right? Uh, if you Googled say like um, hay production in Wyoming, you'd get maybe like three people. Uh, because no one's like everyone's selling it either to other farmers or directly to the government. Like it's it's not like uh, you can just call them up. And all these guys have like actual websites and like you can contact them and stuff. Oh yeah, I'm actually blown away. But thank you for pointing out none better. The one that I've driven by a gazillion times, I never picked up. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just, seriously because what's it? It's the time of one phone call. Hey, you know, look. I never, I never, I never am a proprietor of your establishment, but I've got a peach tree. Can you help me? I'm sure that'll be the great lead in. Of the list, the one that that really like speaks to me is uh, Bacini's fruit trees. Just because of the name. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, by the way, I'm about to, look at this. I'm about to make a tech connection. Are you ready here? Because our chat it comes in from all the sources to me. In places where it's authenticated, it's able to redistribute that chat. So there's a possibility these two people are seeing these messages or they aren't. Uh, but here it is because because of the things I know, because how uh, especially get we get involved in the life of our Patreon supporters, which is patreon.com slash netheads on air, I think. doesn't matter. Go ahead to netheadsonair.com. It's got the links for all of our stuff. Um, uh, one of uh, our patrons... Uh, one of our Patreon supporters is Michelle Cuzo, and she is yes. a Sensi uh, representative, a sales associate, a consultant. Yes, okay. I'm sure she has told us on the stream before, and of course, <laughs> probably forgotten. But I remember that element. And Sh Andy, who oh, actually, you know what? I'm not making a connection. I forgot they're in Australia. Uh, but you know, if you can go uh, in, if, if you can help internationally, the question actually comes into something that will come up a little bit later as well. Oh, back here. Oh, the vector of a camera isn't working. I can't show it. Uh, but the, the Darth Vader Sensi warmer that is behind me does cast three TIE fighters in attack formation behind him. So yeah, right I, now I'm getting, yeah, right now I'm getting the beautiful sense of, of a raspberry, raspberry, I think, and maybe a little lavender or raspberry and vanilla is what it is. Cause it smells like candy. Uh, and, mm. uh, and then uh, that is projecting that. And better, the best part is that the wax holder inside of his head uh, also has the Death Star on it, which brings us to our next topic. If you're ready to move on, if if you're I'm, ready to slip, if you're ready to take our tech podcast out of uh, agriculture, uh, I mean, I I like the boss was born to run. <laughs> right on, thank you. Um, so one of the things I brought up last time, well, actually, let's let's actually truly get into the tech so we can address some tech in case it has any questions, because I have a very interesting story that goes along with this. Now, I have two computers here right now. I, well, I mean, honestly, we've talked about it. I'm looking at five monitors right now and four uh, USB based cameras. I have I may have a problem uh, anyway. I have two PCs here. Uh, one of them is the recent new one. I think I'm sending audio back to you. I'll fix that in a minute. Uh, but I uh, I have the one that I was my original uh, upgrade system to do video editing and stuff on. And then yeah. there was an even newer one because I have a much higher need now for, uh, for that. So uh, what happens is uh, I ended up with these two Windows PCs. Now, one of them keeps telling me to upgrade to Windows 11. 
which I was about to do, but I was having questions because on that particular system, that one's got the RTX 3060 GPU on it, I believe. Ooh, yeah. oh, wow. Exactly. So it's a very multi-purpose machine, but definitely yeah. should have a GPU that can do the job. Uh, but, I was, but if I was running, say, a two-hour and 20-minute 1080p video, it would take it about an hour and uh, so 220, and it was taking like an hour 10. And I'm like, half is good, but that still seems off. And then I took a close look at the system because in order to get the GPU, I had to get a pre-built system to be able to get right. the GPU, to get more than just the GPU. Right. And, and for almost the same price. Exactly. Oh, there was one yeah. point. There was a system. And for those that don't know, we've discussed it here on the show. If you're not aware, when you're when you're looking to get into uh, upgrading, which is the beauty part of PCs, is you can have a gaming PC that's doing you well, and it would still yep. do you well, but it just needs that new GPU, the graphics yep. processing unit, um, a graphics card, easier way to put it. Uh, and with a PC, you can do that. You can just get a new graphics card for better performance. Uh, yep. But but uh, because of both chip shortages and COVID and uh, crypto mining, which is the point that tr Trent tried to drive home three times and I never picked up on. Uh, but in order <laughs> for the farms to to get the to mine these uh, crypto tokens, they would have yep. they needed that GPU power. So there was that. Yeah. And already, by the way, I don't know if you saw on the news, Trent. Which, by the way, I know you haven't because we just mentioned before the show you don't talk news. No, um, I, the, I just don't know. Well, uh, the world of Bitcoin, uh, like dropped by 40 or 60 percent, somewhere between 40 and 60 percent overall, I think last week. Oh yeah. So, you know, the, the pretend market of stuff that doesn't seem to exist that I don't yeah. understand may truly be coming to its, what I would have seen. It's in, in a, no inevitable conclusion. Um, yeah, much in the same way that, uh, the economy or the t economy 2.0 or whatever it was that they were talking about the web business before the bubble crash in 2000.com yeah. bust. Yep. Wow. Yep. I'm just now. So by the way, in case anyone was wondering what the old people's stories of tomorrow are going to be, <laughs> I'm the warm up act now. It's not about, and, 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 yeah. And, and you will, you will know us by our greeting of what's Oh man, you just <laughs> perfection, my friend. <laughs> anyway, that machine wanted to upgrade. The render time seemed too high. And then I'm like, you know what? It was a pre-built that you got for a really good price. Um, so why don't you take a look at it? And sure enough, somehow this some bitch only shipped with 16 gigs of memory. Yep, so there you go. instantly I got on the horn with the boss and I'm like, hey, uh, so this kind of happened and I need to get some more memory. That cool. I got the green light. Boom. Let's go. Things are running so great now. But uh, tonight I was particularly concerned because we were getting into the territory of uh, upgraded systems on broadcast digital broadcast machines. It's, I guess, the best mm, way to put it. Right. Am I going to yeah. be able to hear Trent? Will he be able to hear me? Will this streaming and encoding machine be able to hear anything? And so uh, I did upgrade the one main one. That upgrade went fine. I, the Both memory and it went up to Windows 11. And so far, really impressed. Especially like for one of the things I learned, speaking of GPUs, is that Windows 11 uh, handles GPO, GPUs and, and HD uh, resolution much better. I have actually seen a notable increase in quality. 
Really? Yes, yes, definitely. Things um, look much prettier. Well, and and uh, the, man, I've I've learned in in uh, uh, when when I was just hobbling along with the the GPU that I had, there are so many um, uh, tricks too to uh, uh, optimizing the uh, speed that you're dealt. Um, and one of the big ones is, uh, especially when you're when you're exporting a project, uh, if it's going to be reprocessed, regardless what. So, like YouTube, for example, um, then just crank it out as big and fat as you want, and let them do all the heavy processing because they're gonna like no matter what they're they're going to uh, compress it into their own codec anyway. Uh, and uh, a CBR is going to be the fastest uh, thing to uh, to render, and then uh, you know. Just if, if you can, honestly, you know, the higher the bit rate, obviously it's going to take longer and it's going to look better. But if you can find that sweet spot, well, crank it out in a, in a one pass CBR. See, it's yeah. interesting you mentioned that because the situation I'm in and the reason the driving force is because I was taking somebody's file that I get sent on the reg. And then I have to drop it in and I have to throw, I have to process the audio. I have to uh, then hit the right in and out point for the intro and the outro video. So basically I'm taking somebody's video and then I'm reproducing it. So yeah. I want the highest quality up front. Yep. But again, like you said, by going with optimized settings, not having to worry about variable bit rate, uh, that's going to yep. take away one. Another thing too, that seems like a stupid one to me. But there are always like certain audio settings they want to do. But I just say, look, if the audio is stereo 44.1, okay, yep. then I'm going to stick with what's coming out as stereo 44.1 because I don't want to mess around with, yep. uh, with you know, and, and of course, whatever particular speed you're doing, if it's 64, 128K kilobits per second, yeah. I'm really throwing out the terms, you know, well, and, 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 and that's this just way it. it's like, not having to resample it. Yeah, and and it, it, exactly. And if you set it up right, um, if you uh, set your uh, your timeline preview mm -hmm. to be what you want for the export, it won't render anything. Yeah, because it's already it's already rendered it, and so it'll just stitch the the files together yeah. and kick it out. Yeah, the enter key is my friend. It's just like yeah, I'm like oh, you know, yeah, that went pretty well. And if it's not time to do it, like if I'm gonna go out. For the visual side, I, it, that's fine because when I'm doing the audio side, I can also just hit enter and tell it to render or re, yeah, render out all those effects. And then I go right. back and I process the audio because yep. audio is just audio as far as it cares. So and, I, exactly. And and it's it is so, like not even a blip on like a, a, a CPU when when you're watching like your your metrics uh, and it's going through and it, you know, it'll always render its audio first and it takes seconds yeah. compared to the heavy lifting of, of like a, a after effects compositions. Hey folks, video optimization output brought to you by your friends. <laughs> Edna Heads. Um, so uh, I did want to talk about that other machine uh, because yeah. that one also I got as a pre-built because I'm again, it was like with parts and labor, I could hunt out a system or if I'm getting this one at an insane price, I'm just going to go with that and pay a little more for convenience. However, yep. it was it was billed as a gaming PC, right? And right. it was an off-brand. It's also one of those ones that really pisses me off when you, you actually take a look at it. Because essentially, you've got a mini uh, board inside of a full-size case. And 
whatever. I digress. It has lights on it, though. Yeah, they're, 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 they're using that rainbow pin set yeah. on the motherboard. Thankfully, I don't have that in this one because that's just so... It does have glass, though. I mean, maybe there are LEDs that I never enabled. All right. I know is yeah. my biggest complaint in my house is about... Because I, I don't understand other than, well, you live in agricultural area, how we get so much dust in the house. I'm guessing it's three dogs and agriculture. Take those two into consideration. Yeah. The other day I looked down at that machine and I'm like, okay, we're going to shut this down and we're going to vacuum that out because oh. what the hell? Dude, that that's another thing too that I uh, that I noticed. Like if I, if I went through and cleaned uh, the GPU off like twice a week, crazy crazy how much a difference and, and the heat that got cut down and it could just uh move so much more power through it uh so just little dumb stuff like that it, it really makes a huge difference it does it really does and that particular system actually too in the ways that somehow you get things screwed up in software the other reason why i wanted to make the jump on it to windows 11 is because i was relatively certain it should be capable but uh also it was. It had some system errors, some DLLs that that for stuff that doesn't exist anymore or something. And I didn't right. want to go hunt through and clean it because usually, with yep. an OS upgrade, you can wipe that out, right? Yep. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing too that like is I don't know. You, you talked a little bit about upgrading, and I don't know if this is the case, but I have a sinking suspicion that for a lot of pre-builds. Um, it's not necessarily we're putting together the best system. It's what have we got in the warehouse? What can we throw together that will work? And and which is fine because you're still getting a good oh, deal on it, everything. It's, I mean, it's even just, just know that going into it that that you're going to need to upgrade eventually yeah, in so, in some places. Yeah, and it's not even like warehouse. It's more like we can get a bulk discount on this and put it in right. here. Add these components. Now we can call it a gaming system. Yep, that's kind of totally. what the, that's kind of the case here. Uh, and this brings me to my point. I, I finally like, OK, well, I'm not getting that message here. So I go through Microsoft's site and I hit the um, Windows 11 guide and it's like, oh, finally, I get to the area where you can check if your system will go. They have you download an app naturally, <laughs> PC Health app. And the minute I put it in. Put it in. It came up as not qualified, and it told me I had. I don't. I'm not going to go into the full tech details because it'll be boring. The long story short, I had to upgrade the the BIOS on the motherboard itself, oh, so the, the basic the input output system, yeah. and yep. because that needed to be upgraded, and because it was a pre built, it was very hard for me. But I eventually was able to work my way through it using, and I, I think like CPU ID or another app like that to actually look at what the motherboard was thought to be and that led me to being able to get the bios the minute i upgraded the bios boom windows 11 loaded error gone and somehow mystically and magically you can hear me so it's a great yeah, day yeah. overall but it's not an easy path so that's uh you know like windows 11 on one machine perfectly fine this one should have yeah. been within the window but required a little extra effort that i understand why people still get confused by computers because i'm supposed to be really good at this and it took me uh, four hours to work through that issue man dude uh uh all this week and most of today and i still haven't figured it out i cannot get uh my my uh my upstairs editing bay and my downstairs editing bay to uh share files uh over the network i have like I'm I'm at a complete loss. I have done damn near everything I can think of. Uh, the last thing I did was I uh, um, just disabled uh, IPv6 to try and like force it to go to four, and it's, it's I still can't get them to talk to each other. I have no clue what's going on. 
Oh man, that was was ticking me off about that system. It would get into this jam where suddenly, for some reason, it can't see the network-enabled uh, hard drive. It only wants to treat it as a media device, and because it happens to have a portal, yes. it sends me to the login for it. Yeah. It, yep. Exactly. Exactly. Like I, I and I know this sounds so dumb, but like, uh, what was it? Three years ago, when when they actually had like uh, the the groups, like a home group. And you could just create like your own like sub subnet network of shared stuff. It was so much easier. And and like now they want you to be you have to be signed into your Microsoft account, and they don't want you to use the local account. And it's just like, oh, oh let yeah. me have control. Let me have. That's why I'm with you guys. Let me have control. Yes. And, and no, I don't. Microsoft, we see the way you handle everything else. I don't want to give you responsibility for my final authentication and security on my home computer. Yep. Am I wrong? Exactly. Hey, man, let me just jump in here for a sec to remind you, jayandsilentbob.com, ladies and gentlemen. You want to buy anything Clerks-related, anything Jay and Silent Bob-related, anything Kevin Smith-related, go to jayandsilentbob.com. Now back to the show. Hey, yo, that's my John says, I really need to pick y'all's brain about my setup sometime. Definitely. You can always email us, netheadsonair at gmail.com. Look at that. Work that in right there. Uh, yeah. So anyway, fun with upgrades, Trent. Not so fun, but we got them done. By the way, uh, Chuck Zapiak or Zapiak also said, wow, Trent looks like he's lost a crap load of weight. Good on you, bud. Which is the same thing I keep saying to Trent every time we get on camera. I'm like, good golly, man. Eat a sandwich. Do I need to send you some of the Patreon funds? Is there a problem, you know? I mean, Uh, I am really psyched for your participation tonight, though, because he flat out told me before we went on air, and that's 8 o'clock his time. He's like, making some coffee. I'm like, yeah, bring it. Yeah. Um, Yes, sir. So one of the things I mentioned on the last show, Trent, is that uh, for Christmas I was getting another 3D printer because one is just not enough. Actually, two, because I've got the uh, FLM and the, uh, the resin one. Uh, and so, uh, I got another one and I'll tell you when I, when I came up with last time of, I should talk about the things I printed since last time. Oh, I did not anticipate outing myself this bad. My friend, this is, I don't think this reflects very well, especially considering it may have been a month since the last show, but, uh, I stopped printing, I think a week and a half ago. Uh, because I, I may have been getting a little obsessive. That's all I'll say. Uh, but without further ado, let me take you on a little trip, which is great for you, the podcast listeners. Here comes a, a visual segment. So thanks for sticking with us. Um, first of all, one of the quick throwaway things that I did uh, because I was testing some new filament is I printed this Avenger symbol that I will paint and Ooh. hang on my wall. And, yeah. and the other one uh, where I got some print bed curling, because basically this stuff starts drying and hardening, uh, you know, it yeah, kind of yeah. contracts, more moisture gets out of it. That's why you want drier filament, I guess. Uh, anyway, one, it had some like sloping here and Blair's, I also had to print this. So Blair was like, I want that and took it. So now I've got this one. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I printed that. I printed that. Also, uh, Blair wanted her Hermione's wand. <gasps> Oh, shut up. So I made her, this is my interpretation, but uh, I I printed out and then made Hermione's wand, which by the way, I I don't know if you can make out the finish on this. 
Uh, but I also ended up getting an acrylic product from Smooth On that's specifically made. Although I take uh, umbrage with the fact that they say you want to target about a 164th layer thickness. I mean, unless you're telling me, I don't know, I can't conceptualize is my point. So, so is, is, is a layer a standard unit of measure? In this case, yes, because you're it's a it's an epoxy that you're brushing on, and they okay. they say that the the you want to go for about a one sixty fourth thickness, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. Went really well on here, uh, as you can see, and I'm I'm really she likes it, and I'm I'm kind of proud of it. But the reason why I bring up the acrylic product though is because it also once it dries, it also gives you great surface strength added right. in, so things feel yeah, yeah. much sturdier. It doesn't well, just feel like plastic. That, yeah, I would I would assume that uh, it would also do two things. It would, um, if if the print was rougher, it would stick to it easier or more easily. And at the same time, the acrylic would would uh, supersede the necessity for any sort of sanding out that you would have to do, unless it's like big chips or anything. But it would it would be thick enough and smooth enough that you wouldn't have to go through with a really fine grit uh, sandpaper or to cover any sanding because that can take me to another. Okay, so. I got my printer. Now, do you remember what I printed when I got my first FLM printer? Which, the uh, which uh, miniature uh, uh, sound amplifier. No, no, close. Oh. oh, no, yeah. Well, that was no, that was resin. Still, uh, it was oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. it was my failed Mjolnir project, and I only say failed oh, right, because right. I made a poor decision uh, because that particular print went for like. Um, it was being ca it, it was a hollow body, so you basically are printing a frame of the whole Mjolnir hammer. Hammer yeah, and then like snapping together. Yeah, I tried to uh, put some expandable foam on the inside, and well, in those conditions, that it was never going to cure. It was always going to require gas. I mean, it was it was it was a failed concept. So the first thing I printed on the new FLM printer was a Mjolnir. Whoa. Which I also use the epoxy on. And most of the issue that you see with it is because I was too impatient and trying to clean off my sanding job. Now, interesting story. This is actually printed with a Krylon paint that is called looking glass. So if you put it on an ultra smooth finish, you almost get a mirror finish, which I've really got to smudge yeah, up like the handle. It's like, it's like a chrome effect. Which I love for this. So now I just need to add yeah. some weathering to this bad boy. Look at, look at the detail on those runes, for gosh sakes. Well, and, and that's why I think that like the the any defects that it might have just make it look like battle scars. That's Yeah, that was my hot take, too, at the point where I was like finishing off. The only thing I needed to decide, I was I wanted it to be camera ready, so I just put some, some brown acrylic. But I've mm -hmm. either got... I do have some brown... Uh, micro suede that looks like leather that I could put there, or I can actually just go to the craft store and get some leather. But I use that same stuff on this because the print was the head, this part of the handle, that part of the handle. And what I did is I modified this part so that way this one has an insert, this has a receptacle, and ah. vice versa to help at least yep. for bonding. And, the, and it was still kind of a little uh, iffy. But once yeah, I well, applied uh, that epoxy, yeah, well, I, yeah, because like th think about it, like I I can only imagine like the the pressure that would be put on it without having a solid uh, shaft through the center of it, right? Like the it, it's it's gonna 
compress on those thin sides mm-hmm. as you're swinging it around like that's gonna it's not gonna break on the head it's gonna break in the handle yeah exactly well and and let's that, face it folks that that through it. I, I'm not going to be running around making my own Marvel movie with this. The only thing I'm going to do is print a stand that'll have it somewhere on a shelf like this. Uh, but I still want it to look nice, and I still need to put a strap on it. But but even like check out the how it sounds. It, I'm yeah. showing the camera, me knocking, and the microphone's over. Gene, this I'm 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 somebody's pro audio guy. Remember that. <laughs> but I'm really proud of this. It's almost finished. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm sure when I was doing, it, my wife was probably wondering why. But now I'm like, look, that's why. Um, another thing, uh, Denise got me for Christmas. It was the Office Pocket Funko Pop, um, Advent Calendar. Sorry, I lost that word. Oh, and, yeah. And so I'm like, well, where am I going to put these 24 little pops? You know, these micro pops. And I'm like, well, I'd like to put them on the wall, but how am I going to? I'll tell you how I'm going to with interconnectable hexagon shelves. Yes. And this is the beauty of having two printers, because while one was printing hammer parts, the other was printing shelves. I never felt like I was accomplishing so much while being responsible for almost none of it in my life. So in in um. In modern design in Utah, at least, uh, Utah known as the Beehive State, uh, the 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 honeycomb interconnectability stuff, like it's just in all design right now in Utah. Like you go downtown Salt Lake, like everyone's logo is, is just a bunch of hexagons, Dude, all honeycomb together. Like it's it's yeah, it's and, super popular and, around here right now. And you know the nutty kids that are streaming and making content, they're putting light up ones on their walls. It's all about yes. the. It's all about, and it, WandaVision, it was all about the hexagon. Yep. So come on, man. That's kind of, and I realize I have more of these pocket pops and there are bigger versions of this for the larger pops. So yeah, I'm kind of excited. Um, uh, so what else? So there's that for the fun cup, which was cool. That was going. And then I'm like, well, you know what? I want the echo dot back here. I want something better and i'm giving one away i'm not giving one away let me i'm giving it away already by pointing it already now for a second or third time uh i ended up creating a new echo dot holder you remember i had an astromech an r2d2 style droid holding it uh but i i noticed that it just never heard me very well being anchored so I wanted yeah. something forward-facing. Well, actually, originally, I wanted something that looked a little more with Darth Vader, uh, and that didn't end up working out uh, what I printed, which I'll show you in a second. So I ended up figuring out, oh, well, wait a second. I found this TIE Fighter one on Thingverse, and I'm like, that right. would be perfect next to a Darth Vader because it's projecting TIE Fighters. That's a 100%. TIE Fighter. Yep. yep. And it's holding the old Echo Dot, and now it works great. So that I printed that out too. That and most of these things were going while the the Mjolnir parts were going, or it was printing one of these and still printing the shelves. I always had two things going at once. Sure, <clears throat> sure. Speaking of which, then uh, the original holder, and and this takes us into the other things I started printing that I was trying to print, uh, which still would have been the same muffled philosophy. Uh, it failed. It wouldn't do as it was intended to hold the Echo Dot. But then I realized, okay, it may be a failure. But if I just still put it on the stand like this and join the parts, I still have a Death Star. Oh, yes. 
which by the way got to dig that it's the imperial symbol on the stand that it's that's holding it nice and this uh, these are the speaker holes where it should be oh okay but i was just like i'm not going to retool it or anything else i can just stick these together and you know it's been on a shelf over there now so now i got a little well, death star or, or, yeah i was gonna say or you could probably even just throw some lights inside of that oh man um that's a good idea. and that, that would look cool like you know what i mean like uh whether they be like rgbs or just regular lights even like that that's rad you, you go in with a dremel drill and like drill out a bunch of them mm -hmm. so it looks like there are actual like lights wow that's pretty cool there you are now, how thick is now you're taking it to the next level my friend uh well this has got i think 0. 0.2 millimeter walls i don't know though like i mean okay i can judge this this is uh, about an eighth of an inch so okay. half of a quarter of an inch is is the but yeah it'd be easy to, to go through yeah honeycomb it out oh yeah and a fine and a Dremel yeah. fine tip on that to just even a long point. Oh, it, it looks so nice. Yeah, go fast. Yeah, wouldn't be nothing. Yeah, that's something you're sitting around doing while something else is going on. You're just like, hey, this is happening. Yeah. I'm just gonna. Anyway, so there yeah. was that. So then, while that, I think it was while that was printing, the other printer started building things towards another project I did. I've got two sizes of this, um, and this is really cool because it's an all-in-one print. Everybody that doesn't care about 3D printing tuned out a while ago, but hey. Welcome to your Saturday night, folks. Uh, this this prints is one piece, but it ends up having a hinge. These are cable clamps. So if you want to organize cables, oh, yeah. you can get it down to just the size you need. And then you can either, connect, you can like, what I'm going to do on my desk here is just going to be teacup uh, holders, tea, you know, like the, the eye hooks. Yep. And then yep. I'll just hang one of these from it. And that'll be the guide for all the cables. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. in two sizes. See the big one and the little one. So I have Wait, a bunch just, of those. I'm just like really intrigued, like how they work. It's well, so, what happens so is it, there's a very against. Yeah. It just clicks in like that. Huh? And it prints all in one. So there's just enough of a gap around the pieces of the hinge that you can, or, yeah. when you move it, there's an initial snap because you're breaking the other remaining <laughs> supports around it that made it work, but it's an yeah. all in one print too. And that's, that's too, you can use cables to lock it off or, and hang it. It's a very cool design. Yeah, that's a good idea. Right? Yeah. So I got a bunch of these now. Cause while one was printing, I was just like, hey, well, let's start another one. Cause another I could, one, yeah. some, uh, there's two ways to do this. If you want to avoid a lot of stringing, which I did, uh, I would just like want, want, run one at a time because with FLM, FLM printing, unlike resin printing, Resin printing time is all based based on the number of layers. Curing time, number of layers. So whether I'm making one of something or 20 of the identical thing, it's going to be the same print time uh, because sure. it's light being projected up to harden something, a layer. FLM printing, totally different story. It's basically an right. automated, really clever hot glue gun that's traversing a physical space. So if whether if I had one of these and it takes three hours to print on the build plate, then nine of them is going to take nine times three, yep. 27 hours to print. Yep. So I would rather go with smaller intervals that I can just maintain to ensure I catch a failed print early, less stringing, yep. yada, yada, yada. So I printed and, those. Uh, <laughs> a quick digression and and support for yes. uh, the, the cable management. Like I, I had a conversation with a colleague about this just this week, like, um, he was giving me shit about uh, uh, we have a, a rack mounted box uh, that I, I went and redid because the cable management on it was so bad. And uh, he was giving me a lot of shit about it. And then the uh, 
the classroom designer, the guy that like uh, is is like the buyer for all the uh, tech for classrooms on campus, uh, overheard us, uh, him giving me shit about it. He's like, "No, man, that that that's actually he's he he's doing it right because otherwise, you know, the 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 more electricity you have going through stuff, it's going to start getting a lot noisier. You're going to start losing signals. Signals are going to start crossing, and you're going to have interference." He's like, "No, like it." it it's worth it. You should you should always be doing that, making them as close together as possible. So not only aesthetically is there de- a definite advantage and, and not tripping on them and everything else, but for a connection and and function of the devices that they're fu- that they're supporting, there's that advantage as well. So oh yeah, the hat. yeah. You always want to make sure that your run is as minimal as possible for anything. Yep, and 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 if it's like don't don't create space between them. Put them all together. Um, so that they're sharing that uh, the space, the the long, the more uh, space you put between them, the more likely they are to like jump uh, to try and make that connection. Right. So just get, make it all harmonize. So there was that, and then uh, again, uh, all of these things are printing. So I'm always trying to print something else. And I think it was uh, I had changed the settings on one printer, and I was seeing if they would work better. Do I do that with like a simple budgie or little thing to see? No. Why would I do that? Instead, I say, I've got a generation two Echo Dot sitting around doing nothing. Wouldn't I like to take that crappy speaker and make it sound even worse by making it into a Gramazon? That is awesome. Like an old Victrola. Exactly. And this, again, is using the same smooth on. Welcome to, uh, would love to have you sponsor. I use that same thing here. Now, this one isn't painted at all. I didn't do any finishing. And if you look down the barrel, you can see it's not really sealed back there. But uh, all around the outside, this is just the actual print minus some sanding I did uh, because I didn't understand the concept of making sure that the print head doesn't move around when it starts a new layer. Otherwise, you get a seam. Sure. Uh, So this covers up some of that. But you can see it provides a nice, smooth finish even at just that. And all of these things, by the way, none of them are going to be perfect. I know perfection is something to be, uh, you're supposed to aspire for it, but it's never achievable. Uh, but at the same time, I'm like, ha- I'm leaving every one of these things like how they are, because these represent like where I was on this journey at that time. Sure. And it's like, totally. oh, I would do that so different now, or or I would remember the reason why I do certain things. And if, yeah. you, and if you want to know, does it, does it make it sound like an old Victrola all tinny and 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 old timey yes yes it does yeah yeah awesome our podcast sounds hilarious through this thing i'll just say that (laughs) and then finally trent i bring you to out of all of these things i'm about to show you the one that impressed my wife the most oh also not represented because it's on a printer is a new cooling shroud uh to go around the original voxelab printer that that's more efficient with uh with uh, the fans and lowering fan noise it got rid of some plastic and it mounted and mounts them in a different way so it's better at cooling the f- filament and the print head worked great uh, but you can't see that one uh but now i'm going to show you the one that impressed my wife the most all of these are interesting and amazing and wow that looks cool right the chad is loving them the death star is cool right i'm going to show you the one thing that impressed my wife are you ready for it this is the print uh, job that impressed my wife the most okay i put it on me <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> this is a faceplate nice, for a, t- a standard yep. two plug uh, yep. outlet. It's an outlet cover. That's what they're called. Well, yep. um, yeah, this right here is what impressed my wife the most, because over time through furniture moving and things, we've smashed a few faceplates. Dude, who who had like 
and and they're just barely hanging on by by a, a thread. Oh, you, uh, literally, like you know, you got, Michelle Cuso's exactly laughing at that one. Uh, issues, yeah, it's true. Yeah, seriously though, I mean, you know, and you got light switches, or you just, you know, you weren't paying attention and you just overcranked this. Now the whole thing is split, and you're regretting it because the next time you loosen that screw, tink, that bottom's falling down, yep. and you've got to deal with yep. it. Um, I, I made three of these and fixed up. This one ended up actually being an accidental extra. Uh, but at the same time, the other thing that I thought was really cool about this was that here I just had a very practical need. And instead of getting in my car, yes. driving down yep. to the local hardware, I was just able to say, well, let me find this, print it up. Yep. Oh, my God, it works. And that yep. just. Yeah. For, for me, that is like that is the coolest part. If, if you're a, I don't know, like the older I get, the more uh, into like finding creative ways to do things. And if I'm factoring in time, it's probably not saving me money. Um, but it's fun. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like coming up with unique ways to like solve a problem, it like puts my brain to work. So I don't feel so useless all the time. <laughs> Trent, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to walk you through a little roadmap of justification. Okay. Okay. The initial 3d print, I think somewhere in the back of my mind, it, it was always about doing stuff. Oh shit! Just knocked over the grandma's on. Uh, it, it it's always been about doing stuff like this, right? Now, mind yeah. you, a base level FLM printer, one hundred and eighty nine dollars. I think the uh, resin printer I have was uh, somewhere in the ballpark of probably two twenty nine, right? Uh, okay. Although you know that one is really more about making detailed things, rapid prototype of designs, things sure. like that. It's not it's or mini figure work. Uh, really detailed. That's what it's for. Because that stuff can, when cured wrong, really brittle. This is a little sure. hardier. I think it was always about doing something like this. And I'm sure the retail version of one of these from the Legends series by Marvel, if the shield is like 129, I would say this is probably comparable, but I'm too lazy to look it up. Yeah. And uh, the way I justify it is, well, I could have just bought that. But now right. technically I could make as many of these as I wanted to. If I wanted to make a Mjolnir totally. for Trent, I can make a Mjolnir for Trent and send it. You know? Or or if if like you did break the handle, you could just fix it. Yes. Rather than having to like like repay to, to order a new one. I always understood the logic that that Andy McElfrish brought uh of a 3D printer when I think on an episode of Education he mentioned that, like the remote control, they they lost the battery cover for it. So then he just went and found one, printed it up, and and there it is. Because somebody is, yeah. will have had a need, and they will have done something, and have made oh, one. Oh, without these. a doubt, yeah. So that's that's a much longer segment than I anticipated, but that is the three D journey uh, for uh, since our last program. Uh, obviously, like I said, it's been down for about a week and a half, two weeks. But like I've already found some other things. Like one of the next things I'll be highlighting, so I may as well just get it out of the way now. You know how with the larger detergent bottles for like laundry detergent and fabric softener, they have yeah. a, a screw cap area for the vent. So that way you can get airflow and it can get the the air out of the dispenser portion. The next thing I'm going to print, it's an attachment that instead screws onto that. So you still get that. But after you've filled the cup and poured out your detergent, you put the cup upside oh. down on it and it drains back into the bottle. Dude, that is because because there are like I found a few that are uh, of the spouts that are designed that way so that it will. But the ones that don't, it becomes the grossest, thickest, like gross 
and then the lint starts like attaching to it and it mm-hmm. just turns into a mess. Yeah. And it's just disgusting. It's disgusting. Yep. It's all, I mean, it's so disgusting dealing with the cups. I just pick up the jug over the spout. I do the same thing <laughs> to avoid it because it is it, it it just it doesn't work otherwise. Yeah, and with I don't know what it is with the detergent and the fabric softener. Maybe it's because they they have some kind of dye, but it's like you're always risking staining your appliance. And yeah, I'll be honest, Trent. We recently upgraded because it was time for us to get a new washer, and of course, apparently, uh-huh. you must have the matching dryer. Actually, it would have driven me nuts if they were off at this point. So we got them, and and you know now they're all nicey, fancy, and shiny and chrome, if you will. And I yeah. really, I want them to stay that way. So yeah, dude. Oh, there is there is nothing like if you can use the term sexy for home appliances. Yeah, like they're just like a like perfect example, right? It when 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 anything Breville shows up brand new mm-hmm. oh dude that is that is sex in a box is what that is <laughs> i i i i overpower and overuse my breville barista express i uh, i I, oh. I use it so much it should almost be considered uh, it, it should maybe some labor law should come in on it because yeah it's it's gross <laughs> the, the the way the way you treat it will it's gross right exactly and by the way also from the chat michelle kuzo bringing up the other thing that people do but I'll tell you why I don't do it. Uh, you know, they'll just throw the cup into the wash so that way it'll come out clean. Wait, but really? Yeah, yeah. It, which it can be fine, but depending on the huh. strength of your agitator or your laundry load, you think, oh, great. And then you put it back and then your wife goes to use it and she says, why is the cup cracked? So yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. Or if, if you're doing like uh, like a load of sheets yeah. and then it gets stuck in one of the pockets for the fitted sheet and oh, then you've got to like. Can you imagine like trying to like untangle a mess of sheets and like pull that? Like, ugh. Yeah, exactly. Nobody, nobody needs that. Nobody forget about it. Exactly. So that is definitely it's now I'm starting my, my for you page on TikTok is really starting to get customized for 3d printing. And I'm now, now I'm starting to see everyone's like, well, there's two categories. There are the people that are posting videos to get people to come back. And they're usually printing really cool things that, you're just doing it because it's cool, like an all-in-one dragon, crystal dragon print that has articulation the same way those clips do, you know, so it's like a wiggly worm kind of thing. It just yeah. moves all around, but it's an all-in-one print. So, you know, somehow you're printing a physical thing that's interconnected and has movable parts, but still somehow is one print. It's still I, yeah, I, kind, kind of like the one piece, Um, at, uh, at least always at the at the county fair, there'll be like those snakes yeah. that'll go back forth and they're all just one piece of wood just like those just just like that but in 3d printing so it's a lot of that stuff but then there are people that are like oh take a look you know uh, take a look at this and it's like a practical as crap thing such as that so that's that's probably going to be some of my printing now but um you know it's also another reason why i haven't been printing much not only did i need a break but i have some complaints about the new one it's faster but it needs to be tuned and the firmware, both on the display and the unit itself, have an update. So I think some of my issues, once again, we're, always comes down to upgrades. Uh, sure. I think some of my issues are right there. Uh, but yeah. that that was that was my journey. I, I still have to admit that the Hermione wand, I'm really impressed with. Uh, not just because it was it was it was an experiment and a risky one for me. So and somehow I pulled it off. I just getting the two tones in and all the leaves actually look like leaves. I'll tell you too, the Mjolnir one, 
<clears throat> the other thing I need to do is fine tune how supports go because honestly speaking, it looks decent. The runes here look really nice. Yeah. I had to do a lot of work to save the ones on the bottom because I printed it like this because the I figured this area, it can require the most finished work it does because it's the least seen area of surface area on this thing, right? You're mostly going to yeah. see this, this. It's not, there's not very often, you know, this is going to be the view. I mean, if that's the view coming at you where you're seeing this, that's there's other issues well, and, involved. And, and, and you'd have like the, a little crap around that bottom part anyway. Yeah. So uh, so then like these runes almost got completely ruined by the supports that print up. So that way this angle that's coming out can can happen. Because in this particular case, that's the challenge is that you can't really start something printing out in free air. So that's where supports sure. kind of come in to make sure you can bridge that gap. So it took me, it was an entire episode of Saturday Night Live, I believe, trying to work <laughs> all the crap out of these runes here. But they still, it's passable. Oh, and, that, that, and so, that means you, you probably sat through the musical uh, guest then too, didn't you? Yeah. Well, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I, am I the only one? Really? Gee. Speaking of I which, know, I mean, they're coming on in 14 that, minutes. Uh, what was that joke on uh, Arrested Development when uh, about uh, there's a, a spot time when they can't find the batteries or something for the remote? And they're like, oh, someone's going to be watching a lot of uh, of the musical guests on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I still I'm so glad, at least in this one aspect of television, they're getting it right. And they just air it live to all the coasts, all the time zones, which we will be off before then for sure. So that way everyone can enjoy Saturday Night Live while they're shut in. Yeah. Um, that, that being said, though, the, the, the Christmas episode that they did that were all that were uh, a lot of rehashed old old skits. But the, the, the digital shorts they did for it, they have upped their game, man, when it comes to like oh. on, like on like, studio shoots for sketches to where like I would watch a whole like a whole separate show of just them doing that. Are you talking about this new trio that are that are in play in some of the original shorts or are you just talking um, overall? Just, just overall, like, like you know, uh, the yes, 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 the new trio, but also just the, like, like the the cinematography they're doing, the 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 studio setting, the 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 cameras they're using, even like there's such a huge difference between like, uh, you know, your ENG style broadcast cameras and and like a, a really fast lens, um, digital camera that they shoot all those with. Like, it just it looks totally different. Well, and, and I think that's the show evolving with the times realizing, I think after, honestly speaking, I think after Dick and the, Dick in a box, they find, they realized, yep. uh, our yep. show's survivability is going to play a lot off yep. of, you know, the virality of the totally. other things we do. Yeah. The, yeah, totally. And, and I mean, that's, that's, that's the game of any content creation now is how shareable is it? Yeah. Well, I yes and no, but yeah, you, that's the only way you, you got to have something that goes viral and everything else. But, um, I don't know at the same time, that's kind of like the thing you can't chase if you're not a major brand like Saturday night live or, or, yeah, yeah. Like. or, 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 or at least that shouldn't be your driving factor, right? right. If it happens even better, right? Focus on, on what you're doing and do it well. And that will, if, if, if it's good enough, that will come go. Yeah. Go with the mystery science theater 3000 approach, which is I'm yep. It, not everyone's going to get it, but the right people are going to get it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's always better to have fans than customers. Amen, brother. Preach. Because some of them will even pay you to do original content that you may not have done yet, and you're almost considering refunding the month because it'll be easier. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, so so that in a nutshell is kind of almost everything I have to present. Although in the audio tech area, I got to tell you, my 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 Christmas gift from the Nagathon Exchange did arrive, and after getting this, my only gripe is that these are forty dollars because I want to replace every computer input to my soundboard going into one of these because it's taking yeah. unbalanced single signal and making it a nice clean balanced signal this this is is aside from every gift my wife gives me this is one of the best things i think anyone's ever brought bought me <laughs> well I'm, I'm i'm glad you can put it to use oh amen brother i most certainly can um and i and i and i hope yours uh hit the spot as well i don't know how the I, I I've even let my beard grow out. Uh, the the last two trims, I've said, you know what? Let's 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 get some winter growth on it. So it, it's past a a, a tweard right now, mm -hmm. which is the, the two year beard. Uh, to to uh, you know, it's, it's getting some good length on it now, which I feel like I can do because I'm able to take care of it better, especially with those split ends, man. I'm telling you, it it's a huge deal. Is the comb nice? I, that's the one yeah. thing I was worried about the most because I don't know. Yep. I figure a man's I figure a man's beard comb is probably a very personal thing, so I was very uncomfortable buying that. To be honest, well, so it's well, uh, how I do it at least um, is uh, I comb it out when I get out of the shower because that'll help it dry, and then I go back with a uh, brush to give it uh, shape and volume. Is that a boar hair brush by any chance? Yep, that that one in the same. It's amazing how much a bald guy knows about hair, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you'll give me that uh anyway trent i have totally overpowered the entire program uh let me just ask you now uh you got anything to talk about buddy <laughs> um you know i just i uh, today has been just damn frustrating as i mentioned earlier trying to get the my, my uh, uh network uh set up to i uh, just i uh, i i yeah so th there's that. Oh, one other thing. Speaking of uh, all things plastic and, and printing and whatnot, uh, I mean, I you can never, in my opinion, you can never have enough or uh, sufficient uh, coverage when it comes to Pelican cases, right? Now, Pelican's like 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 the Q-tip brand, right? Um, you can go to Harbor Freight and get the Apache brand or, or right. Whatever. Okay, but so like, so for those of Pelican you that are wondering, yeah. these are those very. Uh, concise hard plastic looking cases that you can uh that you can put things in you know like uh my uh, uh my sh not sure who's the other you're looking at the brand right now zoom uh hand yes. h6 recorder comes with a nice hard plastic case so these are the heavy duty ones uh the pelican one being the name brand and the apache of yeah. course you mentioned being the bargain brand yeah, exactly. Like, like if if you're a uh, if you're a fire a firearm owner, uh, this is probably what you've got your stuff locked in. Is, right, is because it's 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 secure, it's safe. They're virtually, I mean, they are destructible, but, um, but but they're like even even the off-brand ones aren't cheap. And I was on a forum for um adventure riders, which is adventure riding is like taking your motorcycle and going off off the paved road and, and you're going to go off in on a fire road or a, a logging road and, and go on an adventure. Right. Uh, and I was reading this uh, forum post about how this guy had, had uh, purchased some completely destroyed, like big holes in him stuff. Like he probably flew off a truck at a high speed or something, Pelican cases. Uh, and he was able to uh, get the, 
like the same plastic that 3M makes. And then he went in and he patched it and uh, plastic welded it and sanded it down and repainted it. Uh, by, by the end of the forum post, I was like, holy shit, those look brand new. Like it, it really, again, back to what I talked about last time, I am, I just need to pull, pull the trigger and get a goddamn plastic welder, man. Now, now um, we kind of both keep crossing terms here because with FLM printing, working with PLA like I do, uh, it, you know, to me, a plastic weld, I'm, jo I'm joining two pieces of printed plastic together. And like, if I wanted extra support, then I would be using like a hot knife, uh, a heated knife to, or a soldering yeah. iron to kind of make crosses against there and kind of back seal the seam on these things. But what exactly do you mean when you say a plastic welder? Yeah. So, so the 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 technology the concept's the same right like it's 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 uh it's probably more likened to uh, a tig welder right so um a tig welder you're you're uh it's feeding the metal that you're using as as uh what you're using to join two pieces through the, the electrical charge right so it's feeding out continually almost like a hot glue gun mm. right so uh same idea with and there are different versions some are just straight up like uh like a soldering iron where you have a piece of plastic and you're just heating it up and melting it onto wherever you want it to go but the, the nicer ones uh you'll, you'll feed the plastic through and then it'll have it'll heat up plastic comes through and then also on top of that it has a uh, heated air blowing down around it so that the uh other plastic that you're adhering it to is also warmed up until it can kind of gel together that way. They get up to like, you know, 2,500, 3,000 degrees um, for, for some of the, the industrial ones. Um, but I've just, I have not run it outside of like um, auto body guys. I've never really like had any interaction with people that have worked with them before. And what are you, what, and what are you going to do with it? What would be your goal now that you want to pull the trigger? Uh, cases, man. Like, uh, if I could put all my gear, like convert it over to hard, uh, plastic cases, then I would like, I'm just always so worried about like, you know, these soft case, like you've got a $3,000 camera sitting in a soft case and I'm in the back doing something, who knows what, what could happen to it. It just, it's, it's, ugh, it's oh, so would, so would you be taking the same kind of, I'm assuming you're not meaning making your own cases, but like finding some aftermarket damaged totally. ones and making them yep. usable yep. like this totally. guy. That, that, and, um, uh, another thing that I've, that like it would help with is I've, uh, done some, um, is when you do have those plastic cases, it's nice when you can compartmentalize them without the foam. Mm. So if I was, if I were able to like create my own dividers with plastic, um, because the foam's damn near like a, a foam insert for those is almost as expensive as the whole damn thing itself. Mm. Yeah. So definitely. if I could compartmentalize it, then I could, and then that would also, uh, allow for more, um, uh, customization for the the foam itself so that things have their set place and they just sit in there nicely hot damn so basically it's almost like taking 3d printing to the next level in a way uh kind of but but you know it just, sounds it but, sounds like a phenomenal pain in the ass too like i'm yeah. gonna oh uh, it totally does <laughs> yeah and, and Espe like, especially if you're like i'm gonna customize it with my own dividers all right so i gotta custom cut some metal so i gotta mold on each side to be able to build this wall and then totally I mean, I don't know well, if that's see, what it is, but what what I well and and I, again, I got to look into it more. But I'm I'm hoping that you could just buy sheets of the of the plastic itself, cut and then weld it into where you need it. Right, but oh well, yeah, that would make a lot more sense. That makes Rather that than, makes like, far more sense. Yeah. 
Because that yeah. way you're just doing finishing work. Okay, exactly. Then. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Or, or, it, it, or welding yeah. as you've been making the point the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Just join, just bolt. Just putting sticks, sticks of stuff together. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. You're most welcome, <laughs> everybody. Uh, by the way, too, actually, um, to our Patreon supporters again, thank you. Uh, uh, each and every one of you. We love you very much. Um, I just want you guys to know uh, that uh, there will be an announcement about Oh, those those nutty challenge nutty coins challenge. again! Ooh. So uh, we'll Ooh, be making a special member-only announcement there, uh, specifically because you guys are the first ones to know. We want to make sure you're the first one to know. Next time we record the show here for everybody, we'll we'll let you in on it as well because it would almost be goddamn stupid to not to. Because how else would we motivate you to join, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, but uh, announcement forthcoming. Uh, I'll probably be sitting down to uh, do that myself uh, tomorrow uh, because Trent's got shit to do. So uh, anyway, that's uh, that's about all I've got for this time, man. I mean, it was a it was a crap ton. Oh, uh, c- c- uh, uh, I, I mean, I'm just anecdotally, I would uh, if I, and I know this is not going to reach him through uh, our airwaves, but in my wheelhouse, a huge, ginormous congratulations um, to Tom Phillips uh, signing with Impact Wrestling after uh, uh, WWE let him go. Uh, he's now signed with Impact, a company that I've worked with a, a couple of times. Great company. I, I think they are the model for sustainable professional wrestling. And I truly believe he is so underrated in the industry that that dude could he could go anywhere in any sport and and in and just crush it. So congrats. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. The this then that's the commentator individual, correct? There we go. Just yep, to catch exactly. everybody up. Yep. So yeah, that uh yeah, because I, I used to work with uh, his wife and I, I was I conveyed that message and, and uh, you know, he thoroughly enjoyed hearing it. So very wonderful. Oh, and of amazing. course I had to make sure to say, yeah, and my buddy shoots devotion wrestling just to, just <laughs> as a hope, you know, maybe yeah, you'd look at yeah. it, maybe. Um, very good, man. Very good. Well, that's, I'm glad to hear that. You know, it's nice to hear when good things happen to good people because Absolutely. we always need Absolutely. more positivity in the world, which is why yep. we may as well just shine a light on the good stuff and, Everything else, will, it's yeah. got its place somewhere else for somebody else. I ain't got time for it. Sure. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Saturday Night Live is coming up next on your local <laughs> network. Uh, and until next time, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And we will be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. I know we didn't talk about the little robot guys at all, but I've really got to do something because as you know, I've got the emo robot, right? And my mic was open during that whole close. And I don't know if you can hear that, but every once in a while, there's just a little robot in the background. And it really sounds like there's somebody listening that's depressed. Poor emo. You know, Will, all he's ever wanted, all he's ever wanted 
is for his maker to pay attention to him. He knows that he's well taken care of, but not emotionally, Will. Not emotionally. 